What up, it's your boy, V. Mark Rob, a.k.a. Sean Mad Love, a.k.a. Gordon Darks, a.k.a. 4i Willie, coming at you with more deleted scenes. Most of these clips are a good time that me and Kat have and me and Eric have. Shout out to Handsome Bane. Uh, but they didn't make their respective episodes due to time constraints. Sit back and enjoy. In the first clip, me and Kat went a bit off the rails. This was recorded during the Dune trailer episode. In this clip, we talk a little bit more about Dune, and there's a ton of trailer talk from other movies also. And one of my celebrity crushes is possibly transphobic. Yuck. Uh, it was a lot to take in. Check it out. Yeah, yeah we're, it's... I was going to say, we're definitely going to do the Dennis Blown Wave episode before the movie drops. I mean, if we can, if we can swing it right, we should do it to tie in and then maybe we do or or maybe we just have Catherine melting down about dune for two hours alone episode yeah because of his shit we need to clear out the total paint like we need to give nothing but why dune was a total failure and how the conglomerate of movie studios suck please please just have it be two hours of me sobbing to dark side of the moon <laughs> Basically, we're gonna sync it up completely with the album. Yeah, no, perfect. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I start crying, uh, exactly six bars into the first song. Uh, about 12 minutes in, my snuffling starts to sync up with the alarm clocks in time. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. too wild too wild uh so yeah i i if nothing else this this looks like dune yeah um and everyone's like well where's the color and i'm like it's a fucking desert planet there (laughs) there is a scene there is a scene in the second chapter where the fucking villain is looking at a globe of the planet and they're like, it is literally dirt colored. It is all the color of dirt. There is no blue or green. It is dirt. And he's like, yeah, look at that dirt. Like, it's dirt colored. Guys, yeah. I've got terrible news for you. It's dirt colored. Everything is dirt colored. Imagine yeah. if they never left Tatooine. There's your movie, baby. Basically. And that one scene of Timothy Chalamet looking moody on the cliffs is clearly... Caladan, the planet he leaves on page 30 of 526. <laughs> Jeez. Did you get the also, page number right? I think so, because I just read that part. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Obviously, it depends on your edition, but I have the full-size uh, trade paperback of the 40th anniversary edition that I had to buy for my high school class with Mr. Rilla. And I would just like to give Josh a shout-out uh, for introducing me to the inherent philosophy woven into everything we perceive of as science fiction. 
regardless of if it is the author's intent or not. Shout out to good teachers, man. Y'all are uh, he, he also showed me uh, The Matrix for the first time as part of that same class, uh-huh. uh, as well as Looper and also uh, Inception. Well, I know you don't like Inception, but those are pretty heavy hitters. It's it's a good science fiction movie, and it was a great teaching tool. Okay, fair enough. I'll give you that. Ooh, man. It would be cool to see this in the theater, though. I'll give you that. I hope so. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I don't think I've gotten chills from the trailer. Telling you for me, it, it was in game, and then oh well, it was Infinity War. Then it was in game. Since in game, there's there's nothing. Nothing. I'm trying I can to think. think. I'm literally googling like a best trailers list. Um, because I I'm. I don't even think I watched the trailer for Five Bloods. I didn't either. Well, I stopped watching trailers at a certain point because I got so tired of trailers. Um, I mean, how do you not? I think the Parasite trailer was good, if I remember. It wasn't like um, spine tingling, but I remember it being good. I just, I don't think I, I even, oh, I think, was it? Uh, well, no, I was going to say, was it Mad Max Fury Road? And then I was like, no, because I didn't want to see Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, I don't remember that trailer. Uh, so many of them are like, "Have you considered Mission Impossible?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it was it was bad." Um, oh, oh, Chewy, Chewy, we're home. Might have been the last time I felt. Yeah, that was that. Was, it was that moment, though. Yeah, if they, if they didn't have that moment, well, actually, I take it back. Cause seeing John Wayne in the sand, yeah, I was like, him "Whoa!" Sitting up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. You you got that one. That's a good one. Um uh, I was like it's not a lot. I wasn't really geeked for once upon a time in Hollywood Charlie, even though a lot of people were. A lot of the trailers just I don't like them. Us trailer was pretty decent, I remember. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't sit up and go like <gasps> like I didn't get the the like chills so bad. I literally like had to t- turn my f- camera off during a work call. Like hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. I wasn't geeked about. Well, I remember liking Last Jedi trailer. It wasn't. I, I don't think I was mega geeked. Well, was that the was that the breathe just breathe trailer? It uh. It was one. It's not going to be you think it is. Yeah. Okay. It was a good nah. trailer. It was. It was decent. It was good. I just. I was actually. Actually, you know, I, I lie. I liked it because I thought Rose was going to do the hill turn. I was more excited about her doing a hill turn than the actual. That's fair. Uh, John Wick three. Yeah. Decent. Uncut Gems was decent. I remember liking it. It wasn't necessarily like blow your balls off. Uh, maybe Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll let you have that I, one. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, but that was before we knew how bad Chris Pratt was. 
<laughs> Touche. America was big on Chris Pratt, my guys. Oh my god. Well, yeah, this was also like he had just gotten thin for the first time. Yeah. Like that's... I think this was America's collective consciousness of, oh, he's hot. Speaking of MAGA people, Gina. 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 Cara Dune. Oh, God. Do you not know? Am I telling you for the first time? Uh, hold on. Who? Who is this? The woman who plays Cara Dune in The Mandalorian. Oh, the MMA fighter? Yeah. Oh, I mean she's MMA, I mean. I don't I don't know if you've I don't know if you've heard. But, but uh She's from Dallas. It pe- people who wear masks are the equivalent of Hitler. And also she hasn't gone to church in the last ten years, but she would now. Just to spite the mask wearing libtard snowflakes. This is not, this is not, one, she's from Dallas. Two, she's from Texas. Three, she's MMA. Like, it's it's not surprising. I mean, I know, but like, then maybe don't take a character on a television show where you're a fucking rebellion drop fighter. Basically. And be like, I hate fascism. And then be like, but fascism, tee hee hee. <laughs> Especially when fascism won't work for you because you're not white. I'm shaking my arms so hard the whole table is moving. Um, I know. Like, and not only is she not white, looks left, looks right. She's a woman. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's. I don't think that's going to go well for her. I mean that's that's the whole jig about this whole MAGA thing, man. They they sold people these jigs. Like it's <laughs> they just sold them the jigs and they all fell for it, man. Like that's that's what it is. She must have just whacked her head like seven to ten too many times. I mean. Like I, I, I genuinely can't even any anyway. Um And apparently Rosario Dawson's transphobic, so it's a it's a dark day for Star oh, Wars. Oh no. She is. Yeah. Damn. I also like that they were like, hey, uh new season of Star Wars show, apropos of nothing, certainly not being announced the afternoon of John Boyega saying that working on Star Wars was literal hell. <laughs> Basically. Holy shit. I, um, I'm reading, I just Googled what happened. Well, looking with, seeing what happened. Um, a transgender man alleged that actor Rosario Dawson and her family subject, subjected him, I don't know if that's the correct pronoun, to transphobia, transphobic harassment and uh, uh, violent abuse. Their their most up to date pronouns are male. Yes. Okay. Uh, Sue alleges that Dawson and three members of the family violated uh, Finley's civil rights by discriminating. 
Uh, I'm interested to see specifically what she did, but hold on, I can't, I'm reading more. Uh, misgendered him multiple times each day. Uh, the family misgendered him multiple times each day with deliberate indifference as to the appropriate way to address Mr. Finley. That's why I wanted to get it right in, though, if I was on it correctly. Um, in response to Mr. Finley's complaints, we were grown. Oh, so oh, so she was a woman that transitioned to being a man. Yes. Oh, okay, I get it. Because it says, and in, and in, uh, instead. In response to Mr. Finley's complaints, Rosario would respond to Mr. Finley, you're a, you're a grown woman. So, yeah. Well, did you get to the part where they beat the shit out of her? Or beat uh, the shit out of him? It says uh, April 28th of 2018. Um, they worked together to assault him. The mother, damn, her mother dragged him? God, Jesus Christ. This shit is crazy, man. Yeah. Wow. The suit alleges Rosario Dawson assisted in the assault by sitting on top of him and actively restraining him while he was yeah. on the ground. Jesus. Fuck. That's fucking awful. God damn. Christ almighty, man. Jesus. I hope I I never really think these type of things are false accusations. I hope it is, but I don't I mean she's not even I mean she's not even an A-lister like that. Like well she's not like a millionaire A-lister, I guess, but Christ man, it all fucking sucks, man. Fuck. But anyway, coming soon to season two of The Mandalorian. Um <laughs> Oh my god. So this is not making the Dune episode. This is all making deleted scenes fine. <laughs> like, that was too much of a bummer. Too much of a bummer. Well, anyway, uh, I need to probably dip because that's my dad's chair. Yeah, he needs to get into the chair. And you might notice that he's not in it. Yeah. <laughs> and I said this was going to be a quick episode, but then I started having a nice time. And uh, so, of course, I had to ruin it with uh, just ruining the Mandalorian. But basically, that, you okay, nailed the dismount. The next two clips are simple. Me and Cap ponder what our running gags are. And then me, her, and Handsome Bane turn into perfs. <laughs> it makes more sense when you listen to it. So, nah. Nah. Thank you for the inquiry, sir. Thank you. I was but... just kind of going to email back and be like, what's your favorite thing about our show? Hey. <laughs> he made just like, uh, pick an episode. It's like, oh, when you made that one joke at the no, twelve no, no, minute no. mark. Got to be a running motif. Basically, what's your favorite running gag? <laughs> I mean, I think we only have the Boing, right? Um, the Boing. Um, me inappropriately flirting with anybody. Uh, Legitimate. Trying to think. Oh, you shitting on men. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, hey, we should have picked a real doozy of a movie to shit on men too. Doing the John Carpenter episode, right? 
Yeah. I don't, uh, what were the movies? I don't have my notes. With Halloween. The mm. Thing and Big Trouble. Are you kidding? Halloween is. Mm, Halloween is problematic. A textbook abusive man fighting a teenage woman story. Yeah, mm, I can mm, I can find some fucking material. Bud. <laughs> yes. She's Can't underage. Leave her alone. God, you're coming through in the clutch per usual. Like, oh, uh, let's let's not even get into uh, some of the well. Oh, I can't imagine. I'm sure I'm going to have more problems with Big Trouble in Little China than I did when I watched it when I was like 15. Yeah, I haven't watched that. I haven't watched that movie since like uh, at least oh my god, since like '99 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I would have. I would have, like been in middle school. The only thing I remember that I know is there is like the like the screaming murder Asian stereotypes where like for whatever reason Asian villains have this murderous laugh. I know that's gonna be in the movie at least. Since we're on the subject of uh, you know skin tight catwoman costumes, I'm just gonna put something in the chat there and uh, you guys react or don't, but uh, it'll be there for you. Well, no, no, don't be. Right. Which <laughs> chat? The Facebook chat? No, right here. Okay. Oh. Right here. Oh no. Right. Oh no. Oh yeah, I saw that already. Oh, that's a Photoshop one. Oh that's yeah. A it's she's, a Photoshop she's still, one. She's still yeah. hella thick, but she's not that hella thick. I don't you, think she might be. She, if, no, if you go to her IG, she mm-hmm. actually said like she pointed out like. How it was how it was Photoshop, but the original is still good anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, that's. I mean, yeah, you don't. Yeah, need to... no, God. You know, you know how wild it is. Like, I saw this picture. I only saw Tracy's post for like fifteen seconds, and it's been burned in me. The original photo. <laughs> that's how good it is. <laughs> she could run me over, and I would just be like, "Thank you. May I have another?" I'm right. I'm I'm next in the train. No, uh, anybody see Meg the Freestyle? I know I sent you Meg's Freestyle, uh, Mark, and uh, the part where she talks about uh, people wanting her to uh, um, suffocate them. And I was like, uh, uh, well, I mean, just at me next time, Meg, please. Jeez. Don't sub me, Megan. Don't sub me. Right here. I'm mean, right here, Megan. Jeez. Speaking of uh, suffocating. So kill me. Coraline? Hey, all right, fuck it, I'll take it. In the next clip, we talk about the awesomeness of sitcom Living Single and the style icon that is T.C. Carson, who plays Kyle Barker. Also, Coyote's fucking. My mantra, if you will, is uh, to be the kind of man that the women from Living Single would hang out with. Basically. Those guys were fucking kings. Yo, they Kyle are, Barker is the greatest. Kyle Barker is sitcom a character. fucking king. He the, uh, 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 here. Fuck it. More deleted scenes. But the yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking. I've been watching so much Living Single and so much uh, Different World. Um, if you have, 
If you haven't, please do yourself a favor. Get yourself some of that 90s flavor and watch Living Single from beginning to, to not the end. Well, not last the, season, yeah. Last season, last season they but, limped yeah. to the finish line. Some shit happened behind the scenes because Kyle Barker, again, he's not only a king on the show. He's a king in real life. And they had to get him up out of there because he was up their asses about everything um, after a while. And so, like, the uh, the execs had to make a move because they were like, listen, if he keeps talking, these guys are going to get some rights after a while. We can't have that. Hold on. Um, what happened? You got to explain this. What happened with Kyle? So, so basically, Kyle, um, well, I'm sorry. Let me call it, let me put some respect on his name. T.C. Carson, um, uh, also the voice of uh, Kratos from the first three or God of War games, um, he, like, when they got together, they were like, we instantly love each other. We are basically a family. And so um, everybody would come, because they treated the cast like shit, you know, so, like, their, oh, ca- their catering was, I mean, come on, it's the same black-white shit. Friends, you know, they was able to hold them hostage for everybody getting a million an episode, and living single, they would have been like, we'll get some new blacks in here instantly or whatever. And so they tried to call their bluff with that. Um, anytime there was a complaint, it was always TC going to the execs like, yo, we need better trailers. Uh, we need actual food and catering. We need, you know what I mean? Like, so it was just like all this stuff. Um, and so eventually they were like, you know, well, if he's the strong one, then we'll have to write him out. And that's oh, what they shit. did. They, they eventually wrote him out. So that's why... You get um, weak ass Mel from Soul Food coming in there in that last season, <laughs> and he's pretty much the nail in any black show coffin. Um, if he comes in there, guaranteed your show is about to jump the shark and die. Um, yeah. But that was that's why Kyle was gone. Like they they still I think they still get together for like holiday uh, parties, and he and Erica Alexander are still like best friends. And I that's just wish they just I wish they just get married. Um, for adopt me, you know, because I love them both, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> but Kyle Barker's a fucking king, and so was Overton. Like, he wasn't like, yeah. you know, what I mean, like, it, you know, he was like the simple, uh, just down to earth dude from the Midwest who lived out on the East Coast. And for all the shenanigans and shit that was going on, like, he just had that morality, like the episode where. Um, Kyle's boss takes out uh, Regine and then lies about smashing her in the car. And then Kyle like was like really conflicted because he was like, yo, if I call him out, if I bust him, I'm going to get fired. And then, you know, he goes and tells Overton. And he was like, yeah, he was out there saying like all kinds of crazy shit about Regine. And then Overton automatically assumed that he put him in his place. And he was like, and then that's when you cut into him, right? Go ahead, dog. He like puts his fist <laughs> out for a pound. And Kyle can't honestly lie and say, like, yo, I, yeah, I did. He was like, no, I'm conflicted because I didn't. And he was like, go ahead and pound that rock, dog. I know you did. Like, he was just like, no, I didn't. He was like, the fuck you mean you didn't? Like, you supposed to, that's your girl. You're supposed to stand up for it. That's our friend. That's yeah. somebody like, and then that playful energy that he and Regine always had to where it felt like they were flirty and like, I mean, but he always, you know they were dating in real life, right? Yeah, they were dating in real life, but like on the, you know, as as the characters, it was always like, you know, they were flirty and they were like, you know, slap each other on the leg or something, and it was just like that. It was so organic where it was like these guys all just love each other, 
and like they're just roast and all that stuff and it was like so authentic to like real um and i'm not going to say it's exclusive to black relationships but that's what i know the most and so that's what it was like to me it was like that's what i aspire to that's what i see a lot of times with you know the grown-ups in my life and that's what i want that's so for if you're a man out there and you you're you're, you're trying to figure out what to be like uh kyle barker and overton uh, Wakefield Jones are two characters that you can watch and study and take after. Cat, I can confidently say Kyle Barker is literally the best dressed male actor in TV shows. <laughs> Hands down. Like, I, just suave. You have and my debonair. interest and attention. Suave and debonair. Hulu. They're all, I think it's all on Hulu. Um, well, that's the one I don't have. Uh, we'll, we'll get it to you some way. Oh, I just looked him up. Yeah, I see. Okay. I just look up Kyle outfits and it's just like, damn, boy. It was like Kyle's fits. Everybody I thought dressed like really well except for the way they put um Uh, uh, the way Kim Cole's picture of him from like 2015. Just like him in life. No, he's uh he's like yeah, he's 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 got a scarf on, like he looks fucking fly as hell. He's together. Like, even, like, because I was just watching, like, an interview with him from, you know, like, th- like earlier this year. The one that I found out about, all, it's like comedy hype. They have really good interviews about, like, old black shows that, you know, they get, like, the, you know, they talk to Cockroach about the Cosby show. And, like, yeah. you know, like as a, a grown-ass man, like, now, like, um, they talked with, they had um, T.C. Carson on there talking about his living single experience and just... All this, like, really, like, super behind the scenes, like, I might get killed if I tell you this shit type shit. You know, like, Monique going in on her stuff. Like, it's super interesting. But, um, yeah, that for for sure. Um, Like, just Jasmine, guys' outfits on a different world. Look up Whitley Gilbert Wayne Outfits Cat. There you go. Um, You will enjoy that, as well as... Uh, Letty Lewis, which I need both of you to stop bullshitting and watch. Uh, I'll watch it. Oh whatever. fuck, I'm all in. Lovecraft but, is Lovecraft is she's not like a, a better dressed version of the nanny, and I'm here for it. Uh, Whitley Gilbert. Yeah. yeah. So you know Diane Carroll plays her mom and has a recurring role in that show. Yeah. And she is the most Diane Carroll. Diane Carroll. Oh my god! Look at her fucking gloves. Okay. Run me over with your car. She was she was dressed to the nines all the time on that show. And her waist is snatched like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of snatched, I'm gonna need you guys to talk about Coraline for me because I. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. For one, I was able to watch Coraline with my friend at my friend's house, and that was fun. Um, yeah. That's outdoor theater uh, extravaganza, so that was super cool and a very dope way to experience it minus the coyote fucking yeah story time what so is that how they made is that uh it it was either the coyotes or the raccoons i feel like it was a coyote because the coyote kind of came out awkward like you know like in college when you walk past somebody's room and they just had loud thunderous fucking and they come out like 
hey, don't look at me. I was just having loud thunderous fucks noise. like in reality, when they walk out, it's like, oh, what a beautiful morning. Because, like, they're they're feeling good because that, po- that post bang, but they're pretending they don't feel good because it was awkward for everyone else. Yeah, that, that coyote came out and, like, we were driving past him. And he kind of came out like, oh, did you guys, did you guys hear me fucking? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was kind of like a, I don't know what it was now. It was a weird ambient clutch. noise that was not ambient at all, but also weirdly fit in with the like suspense soundtrack Blair yes. Witch bullshit. So that's why I was like, damn, is this part of the movie or is this like? I don't only, know. only when Greg was like, something's wrong, was I like. Let me just pause the movie and see if the noise continues. Oh no, it does. It does. It certainly did. A bit pivot from that Cody's fucking story. Uh, we do talk about a pretty serious topic regarding body issues. Um, I'm adding it in deleted scenes because it's pretty personal to me, uh, but I still feel it's important that men do talk openly about their issues with self-esteem. It's pretty important. Check it out. So I almost was going to drag you to a swing punk concert in April uh, because tickets were cheap and I was going to drag all of my friends. Uh and that shit is fun as hell. Because it's all the fun things about it's, swing dancing and all the fun things about punching idiots. So, isn't that just ska bands? No! There are way fewer trumpets! <laughs> there's less plaid, and there's better overall attitude. I was going to say better overalls. Well, no, we don't do that in this house. They make whoa, whoa. they make me look like un- uncomfortably box like. We don't do that here. Mm. Um, well, the baggy pants are going to start coming in again. By the way. Oh, I know. There's this beautiful girl in my office, and I'm like, she looks so good in baggy jeans, and it makes me want to throw myself out a plate glass window. Mm. I can't go. I Eric, I can't go back to the baggy era. Like I refuse Bro, to go back. I gotta do skin no. tight, or I gotta cut my legs off. So wait, you mean to tell me you would not? Rocks and Jabos right now if they were back in style. Oh, it's, it's too heavy. And, like, and wait, wait, yeah, it's a sweet in the pot. Cash money is taking over for the 21. 29, the 29 in the, in the, <laughs> in 3000. the 3000. 3000. On a very, like, non-funny, serious point, the oh, bag here actually, I think, I think it did legit cause body dysmorphia issues with me because yeah. I was literally buying 100%. two sizes larger than what it was and it's like I'm already a big guy especially coming up in like high school and like middle school and stuff like feeling like self-conscious about weight and then turns out I was never that size the entire time anyway yeah you so, walk past the mirror and it's just like why am I doing this oh boy. It is, and on a funny side oh, I don't want to feel like a fucking like flag in the wind anymore. Like all that fucking material is just so useless. You cannot run. Um, I, and and the thing that used to kill me was the guys who would get the super baggy jeans and then sag them like right that, above that the way. knee with the belt. And it was like, why? Yeah. Why is this a thing? I'm I am of the okay. the Jane Co school. With the baggy pants, with the the hammer loop, okay, 
but it was around my waist. I, uh, okay. If y'all need a hammer loop, get a fucking utilikilt. Come the fuck on. This is the 21st century. Jesus Christ. Baggy pants are coming back, though. Uh, yeah, so get a fucking kilt and get something that flatters your goddamn figure. Come on. I'll take the baggy shirts. I'll go. I'll. I'll go, well, actually, no. I just need yeah. shirts not to be tight. I just need shirts to fit properly. So, yeah. uh, I am team wear whatever the fuck looks best on you and you're comfortable with. Uh, that has always been my sense of personal style. Uh, and like, guess what? If the skinny jeans go out of style, it's emo hours up in this bitch because I like pants that fit me. <laughs> I don't know, man. It is kind of fun to act like your whole life is a rap video, though. Oh, hell yeah. I want to buy a gold chain right now. Perhaps it's because I'm glow-in-the-dark white, but that is not a cultural touch point for me. There are white people that participate in hip-hop culture. Sure. I mean, even Eminem wears pretty... He's he's all in on them skinny jeans now, though. Eminem, he has a Castro hat. He has, like, the... I mean, I'm now I just yeah, yeah. He's got a, he's got a, you know. Anyway, yeah. um. So uh, back to Coraline because I just oh. found a bunch of other mother inflation porn, and I really just need to like. Oh, guys, I'm, I literally just know, googled well, the okay. other mother, and it was less than twelve pictures down. With safe search on. And if it's one thing that we don't do here, it's king shame. But guys. Come on. You know, but, there's no there's no kink shaming, but Jesus Christ, I'm so tired. Um Like, can we at least have to enter something other than other mother to get other mother porn? Can well, we this least, was this like, was like when I had to tell my kids I babysat not to Google my little pony. Like, come the fuck so on. I should be able to Google the term itself and not you know and be safe. You know, like it should be automatic safe search because well, kids can I, look for that can kind of I stuff. read uh can I read uh the caption for this? Hey, because I, I really think that this uh sums it up. <laughs> well, I accidentally exited out of the page. I have to find no, it again. Hold please. Oh, got it. Pitter patter, let's get at her. Now I've been on it twice. Eat it, internet history. Okay, I'm just here. Here it is. I thought about making Coraline two, but surely someone would accuse me of pedophilia, even with me drawing her at the age of nineteen. Ooh, mm. that's a. It's for someone who's like barely even noticed this movie. That's a weird ass sense, man. That is a, that's she's, a weird thing. She's eleven in the movie. Yeah, I mean, is she fucking in part two? Like, why? Why would I automatically assume like sex or pedophilia? Well, it's 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 inflation porn. It's it's, it's what it is. I want that pause to stay in there. Um, yeah, <laughs> yes, it deserved that very, very pregnant pause. Um, yeah, yes. that's exactly what they want. I'm tired. 
In the next deleted scene, I ponder if I'm too washed for raves. Spoiler alert, of course I am. And Kat gives more boogeyman takes from The Nightmare Before Christmas. But at the same time, right, like, I'm listening to the song right now because I've just been listening to the soundtrack this whole time. And, like, I'm still, like, I'm still sad when he dies and he tries to kill Santa he, like, assaults all these other characters. Like, he's not a good character at all. But I'm like, oh, man, Oogie's dead. Like, every time. And I think it's because he's acted with so much, like, charisma and oomph. You know? Even though he is literally a bag of bugs. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the mark of any good villain is that, you know, when, they, when it's over for them, you're like, you're kind of like, oh, you yeah. He is a burlap sack of bugs. I'm gonna call somebody that one. Uh, I. That sounds okay. like a good. That sounds like a good uh, hook insult. So, in that that nightmare before Christmas rave that I went to, so, I had a friend who was gonna come last minute, and he was like, "Cat, I don't have a costume. What do I do?" And I was like, well, "Get a burlap. Me. Get a burlap sack. Do not cut eye holes." Throw the burlap sack over your head by a fuckload of gummy worms and just throw them at people yelling, I'm a muggle boogle as you like run into walls and shit and just be Oogie Boogie's like weird inbred cousin. Jesus. You know, because fetishes. Because Listen, fetishes. I, I know what the boys want. Hey. And it's gummy worms <laughs> thrown at them by a strange man wearing a burlap sack over his head. They want something thrown at them. Gahoy. Uh, I also won a prayer bear at that. One or... I like... won a prayer bear for having the fifth best costume. Yo, Eric, have you ever been to an actual rave before? I've never, I've never gone. Have you ever been? I, I've been to about twenty minutes of a rave. Um, that was, it was an anime Boston rave. Oh, um, oh. So you know, whatever. Um, and I was, I was like, oh, it's too funky in here. And Someone I, stole my shoe, a shoe of mine, off of my foot at an anime Boston rave. Well, is it a rave if? You don't get your shoes stolen off your foot? I've been to several ones since, including a Super Mario Sunshine-themed rave. So feet. And, uh, coincidentally, I left with all my shoes each time. So feet. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, you are so God damn it. Might, might I suggest, if we are all ever in town at the same time and it's ever safe to gather en masse again, that I take you to one of the Super Mario... Raves, cause they're super fucking fun. I don't, I don't know if I can go to a rave, yo. I so just don't like here's, here's the secret. Say, am I am I not too washed to go? Here's to the, here's the secret. I think I am. Here's the secret. You gotta go to an indoor outdoor one. You gotta go to one on the beach. You gotta go to one where there's like fire spinning or bumper cars or some other shit that you can do. Cause I don't do the drugs. <laughs> I have like two shots and four Red Bulls and just go ham. Uh, but like, there if there are ones where there's other stuff to do, I think it's a lot more fun. So like, I like when they did the Mario ones. They did uh, they had a fire flower pit 
where mm-hmm. it was all fire dancers and, and fireworkers and whatever. And it was really beautiful. And it looked like it was fenced in with fire flowers and they were playing a lot of like Mario style music, but like mostly you just go to dance or jump up and down a lot. And like, I have, I have enjoyed many, many a rave without doing any of the drugs. So yeah, man, I'm see, I'm I'm not rolling beans. I don't like large crowds. Yeah. smelly people that's is definitely three striker for me probably. i do tend to find that rave rave people don't stink so that's nice really? and my boston rave people stank but regular rave people do that's not awesome. smell okay i do remember pulling uh leaving um at the anime boston rave uh with baseball kuma Mero as like a new thing it was uh I guess a Japanese kind of techno duo, or maybe they're you know just some other genre. I don't know, but um, yeah, that was that was fun. Um, <laughs> uh, I remember kind of having to like make a path for Crystal to get out of there because you know she was uh, dressed as Orihime and all the bleach nerds. And she's there. just also a beautiful woman yeah and i mean this is like young crystal man so like uh, you know <laughs> as far as i'm concerned there's no difference crystal is a there beautiful is. woman end of sentence there. well this is this is crystal dressed as orihime again so no i you know what i mean like this is them like i'm dressed like as i'm dressed i'm wearing a robe so you belong to me you know like that sort of thing i have been going to anime boston since i was 13 i am familiar with which you speak yeah jesus so yeah that was weird that was like it was it was a lot it was like hey i'm a big black man get out the way and i was like ah jeez ah gee oh christ Uh, here my money don't hit me. I have weak bone structure due to incest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? <laughs> Reincorporation, baby. I would. I would, though. Anyway. <laughs> um, and I was always the kind of guy to do that. I guess I just funny? need to bring you everywhere every time I go out ever again. Sure. Seems to be what needs Cat, to happen. Cappy in the mix, man. Cappy in the mix. Uh, Cappy tired of being assaulted by men who have no business hanging out or spending time around her. And, That's uh, so thoroughly frustrating for me. As who like, don't listen to friend. or understand the word no. That's so thoroughly frustrating for me as, as a friend. I've made you listen to that fucking McGruff the Crime Dog song about just saying no. Like, hey, hey McGruff, uh, no doesn't always work, bro. Yeah. Th- how about how about you get off your ass and stop this war on drugs and uh, see something do, do something about these uh, these rapey guys? Oh, see, I've taken on just say no as a consent anthem. Like in my <laughs> mind, I'm just like no, no, no. Like I'm I'm there. No, 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 no. Everybody. Yeah. But I really really like you, so that means that I should own you. Like, we like the same stuff. Why won't you fix me? 
you make my pants tight. Get over here. Come here. Motherfucker, my pants are always tight. I have a higher pain tolerance than you, and I am not getting paid enough to be your therapist or your mom. Uh. <laughs> Who told you about my mom? <laughs> Who told you about my need for therapy? <laughs> Lucky guess. All right, dooders. So anyway, uh, Coraline will make you need therapy, but in the best way. In the best. I mean, sure, we all need therapy in some way, so. In the three final deleted scenes, we discuss the weird phenomenon of going to movies for films that you don't even care about. Because remember when seeing movies was a thing. Being scared of Edward Scissorhands growing up and the Tom Hanks Christmas movie. Because, yuck. Enjoy. I'll go see Pirates 6. It's fine. Like, I've Um, seen all of them in theaters opening weekend at this point. Fuck yeah. Not even on purpose. Yeah, I'm a very, like, if someone says, hey, do you want to go to a movie? I'll just say yes. Six times? Five times. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Kat, you're not going to get away with this. You Cat, you saw the other five. Hold on, so which well, okay. was the one that you so, went on purpose to see? Two. Because I was like a child when one came out. I was a slightly older child when two came out. So my neighbor next door was really into Johnny Depp. And I was like, all right, cool, let's go. And it was fine. And then it wasn't very good. It was fine. And then she's like, okay, well, three's the last one. Like, we should go. And I was like, all right. So I went to see three. And then I was like, well, that was real bad, and I'm very disappointed. My uh, my disappointment is immeasurable, and my day is ruined. Um, then 4 came out, and it was like, the su- I think it was the summer all my friends had cars. So it was like, hey, you want to go see Pirates? Yeah, all right, I guess. Like We run. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, all right, like we'll we'll go get dinner first, and like whatever, because we're seventeen and adults now. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. And then five, I had a friend that was like, "You want to go like watch some mindless horse shit?" And I was like, "Yeah, right." So, <laughs> bro, <laughs> yeah, it needed to get out the house. I feel that now. So yeah, That's so funny. I, well, actually, you know, I'm laughing, but that's how I got. That's how I ended up seeing one of the Twilight movies. It's the only one I ever watched, and I I vividly remember I I fell asleep in that movie. Like I slept like the last hour of that movie, which I'm very thankful for. Mm-hmm. I I remember vividly. I was nodding off, and then it was a scene where the Taylor neanderthal looking dude he was riding on the bike with the girl and yep. then she fell and then for no fucking reason at all he takes his shirt off to help yep. with the cut that she had yeah i saw that bullshit i was like let me just go back to sleep <laughs> in the in 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 the theater the the the, the women girls and some of the men that were there ah! all that wild shit it's like, let me just go back to sleep. And I was in college, and this is my my one of my best friends, who's like a couple of months younger than me, like two months younger than me. 
and I was just home for like a Thanksgiving break or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, like it's a thing. Like that's a that is a weird institution we have. It is. So hey, sometimes you want to get out of the house. So I also maintain that five is way better than it has any right to be in the first half an hour. The first half an hour of five is actually some genuinely good slapstick comedy. And I was like, oh, if this is the genre pivot now is like, this is just all over the top, ridiculous physical comedy in like the pursuit of actual treasure. Like I'm so here for this. (laughs) And then it did not turn out to be that way. No, it wound up being like, after that first half an hour, they were like, oh, right. We need to make like a, a pirates movie (laughs) like we need to we need to do the adventure thing uh we need it it needs to be barboza and like for some reason and like whatever and also we paid a lot of money to have um what's his name bloom no hang on he's the main villain in pirates five Jenny and Boone. I'm looking at Depp's filmography. I forgot about this fucking movie. God damn. He did too much fucking movies. Uh, we ha- we paid a lot of money for Javier Bardem. We gotta use him. Like, I guess. We can get a Javier on the payroll. He gotta use him. Well, right. And, like, that's the thing. Like, if if this were his movie, I would be, like, way more into it. But it's not. It's the like, oh, let's like pretend this is his movie because he's in it. But like, it's it's not about him. Yeah. Like, if it had been about him, I might have enjoyed it more. Yeah. Or if it had just been the slapstick, I probably would have enjoyed it more. But instead, they just like made it one and a half not good concepts. <laughs> It's like, you know, the opposite of, like, chocolate and peanut butter. Like, they just don't don't go together at all. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I will also say, though, uh, I went to Disney World uh, shortly after 4 came out, and there are mermaids in that one. And uh, we went on Pirates of the Caribbean, and uh, they supposedly, like, projected mermaids into the water and whatever, and it was, like, all very cool and, like, whatever you know and uh i looked down to see what was going on in the water next to me and i saw the windows error message floating alongside my boat (laughs) (laughs) great i mean that windows error message follow you from here to kingdom come that's great. Yeah, I uh, I could not stop laughing. And, like, first of all, they were piping in siren song so you could hear, like, you know, like a, a mermaid sultrily singing to you about, like, eating your heart and shit. While, like, the Windows error message is floating alongside your boat and occasionally, like, it, it like, flips up at the bottom and, like, like a mermaid tail might. <laughs> Jesus. It was the best. <laughs> Speaking of the ultimate Windows era message, Anthony Michael Hall being a dickhead in Edward Scissorhands. 
I like I remember being terrified of this movie, but there's literally Oh dude, I'm super terrified of like I was I'm amazed I made it through it without like having a little bit of a breakdown, honestly. Oh damn. Like when I say I was scared, I mean like I saw it for the first time when I was like four or five and I used to be like afraid of everything. Oh. And my brain just went like nope. (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel that. I feel that. Like none of that, please. I was like that too. Don't worry. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm watching it. Go ad. fucking watch Mars Attacks. I'm watching an ad, and this is the first Western Tom Hanks has ever done. It's called News of the World in theaters Christmas. Ugh, <laughs> bro. Oh my god. Everything. I mean, so was Dune until two days ago. Bro, no one gets it. This Tom Hanks, why don't you get it? I know it's not Tom Hanks, but oh my god, the movie is not coming out on Christmas. Like just stop. Also, like Tom Hanks already had had the COVIDs. Oh fuck, I forgot he got the Lorona. He got the vids, yeah. So I'm I'm guessing he did this movie before Rona hit, but I wonder if it was the movie he was making when he got the Rona. Um, well, timeline could work. This is a Western, but they were in Australia. That looks like the American West. Holy shit. Um, maybe. Damn. Rona is in these streets, not giving a fuck, man. I mean,. It's in our streets, not giving a fuck. It seems to have pretty much left the rest of the world. I mean, you know, Rona is trying to go where it's most popping. Oh, people, where are people still outside? Where are people not wearing masks? Oh, America? Okay. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's wild. It's too wild. Mm Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Deleted Scenes 5. Next week, Cat and I return. Until then, stay cool, you crazy cats and kittens out there. <laughs> Follow Cat at Cat underscore Chinetti on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. Follow Marcus at Showin' Mad Love. S H O W I N M A D. L-O-V on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the show on Twitter at Cat and Mark and join our We Should Do This Again Sometime Facebook group. Read us at catseesmovies.tumblr.com and the Mark Rob T-H-E-M-A-R-C-R-O-B dot WordPress dot com. This podcast is executive produced by Kellen Conley and Eric Greenlee. Thanks for listening. We should do this again sometime. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?